did you how do you not think this through <sighs> hello <laughs> is there anything going up there like hello 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 might hear some meowing through this episode because uh pixie's running around in the background very mad that i haven't fed her <laughs> even though i fed her literally three hours ago oh she's probably hungry Actually, two and a half hours. It's not even that long. It's time for a snack. She's, uh, she's been screaming. Snack time. So, uh, be forewarned. <laughs> Love that. Uh, how do we start this? Don't know. Oh, yeah. I always fuck it up. <laughs> I, th- I think it's a uh, welcome to the Devil's Margarita. I'm Amanda. And I'm Ellie. And I'm going to tell you a horrible, horrible thing. Yay. That's what we're here for. Yeah, I, I, I gave you some spoilers today, so that, um, although in saying that, I'm going to be pretty upfront in this entire episode, uh, who the victim is and what happens, so. Oh, okay. So this one's an Australian crime, mm-hmm. and I feel like even Australians don't really know this one, mm. even though they definitely should, and I'm sure it made big news at the time, but anyone I've asked about this doesn't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Oh, I'm I thought this might be a good one. So I'm going to talk about the murder of David Octolini or Octoloni. I feel like it's Octoloni, but I heard people say Octoloni a lot. That sounds Octoloni. very familiar. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if you know it. Mm, it sounds familiar. Like that last name rings a bell. I mean, it's it's not a common last name, so. Hmm. I am intrigued. I'm going to say Octoloni. It's an O, not an A. Octoloni. Well, I had this conversation with my partner, right? I feel as Australians... <laughs> we are quite lazy when we speak, but we also change oh, yeah. vowels. I can't think of, what was it? There was a town that I was trying to say, and I kept repeating it over <laughs> and over, and I was just like, this doesn't sound right. And it's because apparently we've just culturally or as a society have decided that instead of an A, it's pronounced as an O. I'm like, well, that doesn't make sense. O is easier to say. Well, I guess. <laughs> yeah, there was um, a, a tweet going around today about um, Australian, you know, and ha- how we speak. Ah. So <laughs> it was like, friends trying to guess Australian colloquialisms. I bet you call swimwear swimmies. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Me, no, we say bathers. It's sort of Edwardian. Friends, and the pepper in the salad, is it a pepo? Pepo. <laughs> Me, capsicum, the full Latin. And it's like, <laughs> do not try to outwit the Australian dialect, you will lose. Mm. It's so true. Oh, 100%. Because, like, swimwear, swimmies, that doesn't make any sense. Cozies, absolutely. 100% know what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) We really do make no sense whatsoever, do we? We don't. Like, it's like, yeah, nah, nah, yeah, yeah, nah. (laughs) Like, what 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 are we trying to say? Also, we don't even actually say Australia. No, we don't. We don't. And I I realized that yesterday. I was like, what? (laughs) I have been... What have I been saying? in that to pronounce. <laughs> um, yeah, no, like it, there's no rules to speaking Australian at all. Yeah, but it is 100% its own language. It is. And I feel like you have to be Australian or have lived here for a very long time to understand it. Actually, I fucked up there. I wasn't even speaking Australian. It would be 100%. <laughs> a hundy. One hundo. Yeah, cash hundy. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Sometimes I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) 
There's no way to not sound bogan. Yeah, I know. Like once you start speaking Australian slang, you just sound full bogan and there's there's no coming back from it. There really isn't. It's just <laughs> full bogan or nothing. It's like full bogan or half British. That's all we know. Mm, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Damn. Okay, well, I'm glad we're having some laughs right now because it's not going to continue for very long. Oh, no. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Yep. <laughs> okay, so I kind of didn't know where to start this episode, so I think I'm just going to tell you a bit about David. Okay. Um, so David was from Bargo in New South Wales. Um, if you're not from Australia or New South Wales, you might not know where that is, but it's south of Sydney and it's west of Wollongong. <laughs> it's kind of out there in the middle. So much bogan. Bargo. Bargo. Out, out past the gong. <laughs> I hate myself. <laughs> um, so, so Bargo. It's a, Bargo. It's, a very, <laughs> it's a very rural area. I, I don't know, have you ever been to Bargo? No, absolutely not. <laughs> what about like Picton? It's kind of near there. Yes, I've been to Picton. Sort of near there. Mm. I'm being very general, but. In that vicinity. Yeah, out there. South, <laughs> like southwest of Sydney. I don't know. It's all Sydney now, isn't it? I don't, I don't fucking know. Like half the state <laughs> is Sydney at this point. I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> Just for clarification, while, while we're recording this, Sydney is in lockdown. Yes, we are. We are currently in lockdown. I'm taking a page out of your book. Yeah, I was going to say, for some reason, Melbourne's doing okay. Yeah. <laughs> Who the fuck knows? You've had your turn. It's our turn now. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, because what's going to happen is we gave it to you. Mm-hmm. You're going to give it back to us. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to give it back to you. It's what we're going to do all winter. It's a beautiful just back and forth. It's like a dance. And while, you know, no one's getting vaccinated, this is just the life we live. 100%. 100. Oh, God. Um, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) This happens in 2010. Okay. And David was a pretty average teenager. Um, His mum said that he enjoyed skateboarding, motorbikes, and playing his PlayStation. Oh, hell yeah. How wholesome. Right. He was also described as being very trusting in nature. So he was like, he was the kind of person that really wanted to believe the best in people. He mm. didn't really want to believe that anyone was horrible or evil or whatever. Right. He was just, he was just that, that kind of person. Can't relate, but cannot. He was that kind of person. Um, so David did have some difficulty growing up. Um, his parents split when he was quite young, and he ended up living with his grandparents long term. But. <laughs> Even though, like, he sort of had that sort of uh, sort of broken background, he seemed like he was just like a nice, well-adjusted kid, and yeah. Okay. That's it. David had a close knit group of friends in Bargo, and uh, this included Chase Day, Cohen Klein, and Matt Muleman. These are a lot of great names. I know, right? I'm like Chase Cohen. I can't remember what I was. I was saying to um. Oh, if. Okay, so I don't have a great name. Like, it's not – it doesn't stand out by any means. But I was saying that if my last name was Wild to my partner, then my Instagram handle would be, like, Into the Wild. Great. Right. Punny. Um, but if my name was Chase Day, fucking – oh, can you imagine the Instagram handle? Chase the Day. <laughs> like, great. I mean, I, won- I wonder what his Instagram handle is. I'm sure he has one. Probs. <laughs> oh, I want a really fun name. <laughs> yeah, I know. Mine is so boring. <laughs> like, so boring. It's just, yeah. Um, so, however, out of those four, the person we're probably going to talk about most is Matt. So, even though he was born Matt Muleman, he ended up changing his name. Now, he changed his name to match his very infamous great uncle. 
Uh-oh. I think I know where this is going. He changed it to Malat. Of course he did. Yeah, I know what you're talking about now. Matt's mother was the daughter of Ivan Malat's brother. Ugh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and assume that if you're into true crime or if you're just Australian, um, that you probably know who Ivan Malat is. But I guess just in case you don't, I'll give you like a very quick rundown. Ivan Malat is definitely Australia's most notorious like serial killer, for sure, like uh-huh. by a long shot. He's also known as a backpack killer because he killed seven backpackers in Belanglo State Forest. Um, although saying he murdered those people is probably being polite because mm. what he did to them was just terrible. He sexually assaulted all of them as well, which I didn't know that until I read that today. I didn't know it was everyone. Even the men. Ugh. So... Um, he also did like other weird things, like he would use them for target practice before he killed them, and I think he beheaded one of them. Yeah, or wasn't multiple. Um, I can't remember. It's um, it's was a lot. It Wolf Creek wasn't that like kind of inspired? Yeah, yeah. It was like a reimagining, I guess. Mm. Um, it's obviously not the same, but mm. yeah. So he he was obviously given life in, pr- in prison, and uh, the stupid fuckwit died in two thousand nineteen. Thank fuck. Mm. I hate Ivan Milat so much. Same. He's just he's just a piece of shit. <laughs> oh, 100%. There's just people that are pure evil and he is 100% one of those people. Absolutely. He like I I did debate doing an episode on him first mm-hmm. to make this make more sense. But I don't know if I could talk about Ivan Malat for an hour without like just getting really angry. Right? It's just one of those cases where I just don't want to just because like exactly. I don't like you. I I'm not going to pretend to sit here and be like, oh, Ivan this, Ivan that. No, fuck you. Mm. You're dead. I don't care. <laughs> like, I think I think the worst thing about Ivan Milat is that he fully denied it. Of course he did. Yeah, up until, like, he never gave anything away. Nah, never. Even on his deathbed, he was like, nah, it wasn't me. Mm. He even said something really awful, like the family should just get over it. It was ages yeah. ago. And I'm like, you fuckwit. Yeah, I hate Ivan Milat. Mm. <laughs> So I guess it's important to remember that Belanglo State Forest isn't far from Bargo. Mm. It's only about a half an hour drive um, because, unfortunately, we're going to be going back there. Revisiting the it. This is, like, so horrible, this story. Like, I really procrastinated on doing these notes because I was like, I know what happens and uh, I, don't, I don't want to. Mm. I remember this story, but... Like, I, I never wanted to read too much into it because I was just like, fuck this. It's another Malat. I don't care. <laughs> well, you're going to learn about it today. Yay! Um, <laughs> if it's not clear, Matt changed his name to Malat because he absolutely idolized Ivan. He would often go to Belangelo just to visit the sites where the bodies were found. And he would brag all the time that he was related to him. I don't get it. He would say, like, quite often... Like, things like, you know my family and what they do. Like, stuff like that. Ugh. Gross. <sighs> yeah. Absolutely fucking disgusting. If it's if it's not clear, Matt's not a good dude. No, Matt's a shit cunt. And not in a uh, good way. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, David's grandmother had warned him about Matt in the past. Um, she didn't like him. Can't imagine why. Uh, mm. <laughs> um, especially after she had to intervene after seeing Matt push David like the front of their house. I guess they're having like a pushing match out there. So weird. And so she seen that, ran out and was like, Matt, go the fuck home. Get Mm. like, why are you here? Kind of thing. And he didn't back off. 
Um, if anything, he got in her face and said, no one tells me what to do. That's disgusting. So she actually felt a bit scared of him at that point. Oh, um, absolutely. So, so she just like kind of put her hands out, didn't push him, but definitely made space between them mm. and told him to just never come to their house again. And after that, Matt started just doing drive-bys of the house. What a fucking psycho. Yeah, like it's someone's, it's someone's you go to school with, like grandmother. Right, it's a nan. Yeah, like what the fuck are you doing? Right. So, I mean, I guess it was to just like scare her more or like punish her for standing up to him or whatever the fuck was going through his little brain. So gross. And it's like, so none of this stopped David from hanging out with Matt or like the other guys that I talked about, Chase and Cohen. They were like a, a foursome, I guess. If, if anything, he would say to people that he felt sorry for Matt and that it must be really hard with everything that his family has had to go through. Don't know. He doesn't seem like the type of guy that needs sympathy at all. No, no, it really doesn't. Um, but I guess David really was just that person who... Mm, wanted to see the best in people. Yeah, who was like, surely not, you know. Right. Surely not. Which breaks my heart a little bit. Mm. David, you should have been like, you're a shit cunt, get fucked. Yeah, fuck off, mate. So now that you kind of know about... Or some about David and some about Matt. I guess we'll talk about the day. Okay. So it was Saturday, the 20th of November, 2010, and it was David's 17th birthday. Oh. That means he was a Scorpio like me. How was he so nice? That's Scorpios only three nice. days before my birthday. <laughs> so five days after mine. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> Uh, so during the day, David had celebrated with his mother and then he went home to his grandparents' house to have dinner and some cake with them. And unfortunately, that would be the last time uh, that his family would see him alive. Mm. So, yourself. so the plan for the evening initially was to meet up with those three guys and go to their usual hangout spot, which is pretty local to their houses. Um, however, Matt decided to change the plan. Um, they ended up going and picking up some food, getting some drinks. They'd even like scored some weed and they got in Matt's car and headed to Belangelo State Forest. If anyone says to you that they want to go to Belangelo in the middle of the night, don't do it. No, absolutely not. Just don't go. <sighs> to be fair as well, like as soon as a Malat would like offer to take me to Belangelo, no matter what time of day, I'd be like, I'm good. I'll, uh, yeah, I just might not. See ya. <laughs> I might just, I might just stay here. Right? I'm really busy. I've got to wash my hair. Sorry. <laughs> I have plans. Uh, <laughs> so in the car was David, Matt, Chase and Cohen. And they stopped in, it was, it kind of looks like a Y shape on, on the map. Mm. So like one road splits off into two. Um, and so they, they stopped at that kind of, I guess, intersection. It's not an intersection, but you know what I mean. Mm, like a fork in the road. Yeah. So they stopped there and it is pitch black. So the only light that's there is coming from the car's headlights, which is so creepy. Mm. Mental image to me. <sighs> I'm sorry. It's about to get bad and I don't want to do it. <laughs> okay. So when they get there, Matt suddenly turns on David and forces him to get out of the car. He's, he's yelling at David and he's like accusing him of talking to other people about his business Whatever business he had, I'm not sure, or what he thought David had told anyone, but 
I'm sure it probably wasn't even true to begin with. I feel like this was an excuse. Oh, 100%. So he forces David around to the boot of the car where he opens it to show him that there's a double-headed axe being stored in there. Ugh. Matt gets the axe out of the car and begins threatening David with it. I'm sorry, if someone's coming at me with an axe, I'm just going to scream and wee myself. Mm. <sighs> anyway, uh, Matt ends up hitting David in the ribs with the axe, like not with the blade, just like with the axe. Oh, like with the so blade. doesn't cut him. Yeah, he doesn't, doesn't cut him, but obviously getting hit with a metal object in the ribs would fucking hurt. Mm. Um, and the boys that are still in the car hear David cry out. What the fuck are they doing? Yeah, so this is when Chase gets out of the car and tries to stop whatever the fuck is happening. But Matt turns the axe to Chase and tells him to get back in the car. Oh. I'm sure Chase lives with this still every day, so I am not going to blame him. But he was so scared that he just complied I just, and got back in the car. I feel like, and I mean, it's easy to say this now, especially mm. since I was not involved or whatever, whatever. Yeah. But I feel like if Chase, Cohen and David were just like, no, fuck off, Matt. And like, they could probably combined overpower him. Exactly. Yeah. However, we're going to see that That's not, not everyone was on board on stopping this from happening. Oh, fucking here we go. All right. Chase and Cohen are just sitting in the car while Matt chases David around it with the axe. Fuck's um, sake. So I can't imagine what that was like, like sitting in the car and you can just see your friend running from someone with an axe. Mm, who you know is an absolute psycho. I guess I guess probably it being so dark was a blessing so probably couldn't actually see very much. Oh, until it got into like the headlights mm. and brake lights, you'd be able to see. As this is happening, Cohen decides it's a great idea to start filming it. Are you fucking serious? Yes, unfortunately I am. <sighs> I'm going to point out that Cohen isn't doing this because he thinks, oh, I'll film it, we'll get evidence of what's happening, then we can turn Matt into the police or because he thinks it might protect them against Matt, or anything like that. But his purposes are not good. Yeah, I figured that as soon as he said, like, not everyone was on board to stop this. Yeah. Fuck's sake. Cohen already knew what Matt was going to do. That's disgusting. I don't know if it was a case of Matt saying he was going to do it and then Cohen not believing him. I mean, if I put myself in that situation, I don't know if I would believe someone. I think it, like... What, I think I'd be in disbelief. Yeah. I'd be like, naturally not. But what rings for me is the fact that maybe he didn't, but then why take out your phone? Like, I don't know. That I don't have an answer for. Like, knowing that piece of information that he, like, took out his phone to record it, not, you know, as, oh, this could be evidence, as mm. more like, oh, ha, 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 lol, look at this. I mean, I think that's exactly what it was. Yeah, I think that rings more to me that, well, maybe he didn't believe David, but, like, he was on board either way. Yeah, I definitely think that's the case because apparently earlier that day, Matt had said to multiple people something along the lines of, we're going to Belangelo and someone's going to die. I hate it. I hate it so much. So, like, Matt also wasn't hiding this at all. And he doesn't afterwards either. He's a dumb fuck. It just, it really freaks me out that people hear stuff like that and they don't take it seriously. I think I think it is like that thing where you don't want to believe that someone you know would murder someone. Mm, maybe. I don't know. I feel like we should all just get into this mentality of, oh, you're saying 
whether or not you believe someone, if somebody is saying, I'm going to kill someone or I'm going to hurt someone, even if you don't believe them or, you know, you you don't want to believe them, I really feel Mm. like you should just report it. What's the worst that's going to happen if you report it? You know, like, oh, it didn't happen. (laughs) Yeah, apparently he even told his girlfriend and she was like, oh, fuck off. No, you're not. So I, I, I do think it's like a human thing where we try and rationalize and go, oh, nah, mm. nah surely not. Surely not someone that I know would do that. I don't know. Cunt changed his name to a Milan. Yeah, I know. I, that's the part where I'm like, I, I think you know that this is going to eventually right. happen. Deep down, you um, know. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so at this point, Cohen is filming what is happening and uh, he makes no attempts whatsoever to stop Matt at all. Gross. doesn't even say anything, really. This is filming it. So the video was approximately 14 minutes long. It's never been released. You can't find it. In fact, when the audio was played from the video um, in the courtroom during the trial, multiple people were sick. Really? So I don't think we we want it. No, please never release it. I, um, yeah. I think it's it's one of those things too, where especially for her, David's family, you, you don't want that to be the last memory of that person. Well, okay, so they played that in the courtroom, and they didn't warn them before that that was going to happen, so they heard it. That sucks. I think they did stop midway through and ask them if they wanted to leave, but they didn't. Um, but they heard the beginning of it. I mean, they heard the whole thing, but I uh, I, I can't imagine what that would be like for them if it was, like, public. Right. You know that there would be some sick fucks out there that would just randomly send it to them or something like that. Like, Yeah, absolutely. Ugh. However, even though it has never been released, I have a transcript. Yay. So do you, do you want to help me read it? Uh, sure. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, how much do you want to swear is, is how much. Oh, like, let's that's how go. I decide. <laughs> because M- M- Matt swears a lot in this. Am I playing Matt? You don't have to. You can be David if you want. Oh, God, I don't want to be anyone in this situation. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> the only reason why I'm suggesting that you do it with me is so that it breaks it up a little bit and mm. it's not just me reading out a, a wall of transcript. Yeah, I think it's, it's easier not very to long, understand that way. But it might be easier for other people yeah, to understand when they're hearing it. I, th- I think I'll be Malat because it's awful and I won't make you do that. Okay, so Malat says, shut up, cunt. Put your hands down next to your face. Pull them up to your face. Are you going to keep meddling with me? No, I won't. I swear to God, man. How am I going to know that? You have my word. How good is your word to me, bud? Mate, we've been mates for ages. My word is good. Yeah, we have been mates for ages. And how many times have I been told that you're dogging me behind my fucking back, cunt? Right, you got me? Yes. Look at the ground. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? Yes, man. I understand, dude. Do you really, bud? Yes, man. Do you really, bud? Yes, dude. Seriously? Yes. Seriously? Seriously. Yeah, I don't believe you, cunt. I'm serious, man. I swear to God to you, dude. I'd never said nothing about you. I really do not fucking believe you right now, all right? Man, I give my word I would not. Yeah, you give me your word and your word isn't fucking good enough, Octo. I've had your word before and it ain't worth a a pinch of cold fucking shit. That's a weird phrase, by the way. That's the end of the transcript. So I just took the very end because the next thing that's heard is the sound of the axe going into David's skull. Fuck. There's a part of me that would love to know what they're talking about. Mm. Because none of that is ever clear in the transcript at all. 
That's so weird. I would love to know what he thought David had said about him. Right? Like, it just, it it blows my mind. I don't think there is anything anyone could ever say to me. Yeah, same. That would ever make me fly off like that or even come close to flying off like that. Yeah. I mean, obviously, uh, there's never a situation. It doesn't matter what he said. Doesn't matter what he said. Does doesn't mean that you know hitting him over the head with axes like that's never a reasonable response to anything ever. God, but I, I am curious as to what he thought because I, I don't believe it for a second. You know, David seems like a nice kid from basically what everyone says, hmm. and Matt is a psycho. So don't believe it for a second that anything actually happened. Right, and just to, like the fact that he pretended to be mates with him, like mm. it just I don't know. It just seems to me like Matt wanted to follow in Ivan's footsteps. Oh, I absolutely think that's what this is. I don't think this is any, like, there's no other reason for killing David apart from wanting to kill someone. Mm. And David was just the unfortunate person that got picked. Exactly. Yeah. That's it. I don't think there's anything else. He had this person that was close enough to him that he could, or he Mm. thought that he could overcome and mm-hmm. dominate, and that's why he was chosen, which... Yeah, absolutely. Disgusting. It's really dog act. Well, I'm about to tell you something really gross as well, so that ties in perfectly. So David died from a single blow to the head with the axe, and I'm going to get graphic here, but apparently the reason why Matt didn't hit him more than once was because the axe got stuck in his skull, and it took him a while to get it out. Jesus. So by the time he freed the axe, David was already dead, and there was no point. So... I'm assuming that from that single blow, David died. So, I mean, it doesn't make it okay. Like, I mean, I guess it was quick. Yeah. Um, like, I mean, in the last episode we talked about, you know, the axe, the axe man of New Orleans um, who left several of his victims alive. So, I mean, at least mm. it was fast in that regard, but at the same time he would have been having this back and forth. For a while. Well, there's a part of me that's like maybe, I mean, I kind of hope that he didn't believe that he would do it mm. so that it really was just over. I'm sure he was scared. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's fucking horrible. Um, So David's dead and Matt then orders the other boys to help him move and hide the body. Now he tells them to not tell anyone, but Matt ends up telling people. So. What dickhead. Like, it's like he can't stop himself from bragging about it. Mm. It's like he's so proud of himself. Yeah. It's fucking weird. He just wanted to be so much like Ivan that it was just like, well, I've, mm. how can I be Ivan if I don't tell anyone? <sighs> yeah. Gross. Well, I guess also it took two days for anything to happen. Um, so he was probably going insane in those two days just wanting to tell people mm. because no one realized what had happened to David yet. Right. So he was probably just like wanting to brag about it, couldn't wait. Yeah. Anyway, so when they drive out of the forest, Matt is apparently like on an adrenaline high, like he is having a great time. He has no regrets, obviously, about what he did. And it almost seems like he's kind of getting off on it. Gross. Which, disgusting. Two days after the murder, Chase can't take the guilt anymore. He ends up telling his dad what happened and his dad forces him to go to the police. Good. There is a great episode of Crimes That that Shook Australia about this case and they show some of the interview footage. And I really feel like being able to witness those three boys being interviewed gives you 
a really good insight as to what they're like as people. Hmm. But I'm going to try and explain it in words. Um, so Chase gives his statement and he implicates Cohen and Matt, obviously, in the murder. Chase does get charged at this point uh, because the police think that he might be more involved than he's letting on. Right. But they also obviously arrest Cohen and Matt. Mm-hmm. When the police told Matt what he was under arrest for, and there is footage of it in that episode because um, they were filming everything, he doesn't seem to care. He's just sitting on his couch. He's, like, on his couch in, like, footy shorts and a singlet. Doesn't give a shit. I think I might have seen that. Actually, it rings a bell. Like, he even voluntarily tells them where his bloody shoes are. He hasn't washed them yet. What a fucking dill hole. Yeah. So they also take Cohen's phone, um, which is where they eventually recover the recording that we read up before. But he does try and delete it. (sighs) Jesus Christ. So in their interviews, Cohen flat out denies knowing anything. Cohen's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Fuck's sake. What an idiot. Um, And Matt refuses to answer any questions at all. So his grandfather is in there with him because these people are minors. Mm. So he had to have his grandfather in there because he needed a a family member or an adult with him. And in the footage, you can see his grandfather going, you don't have to answer that. So the whole interview was just a no comment, basically, from Matt. I just, I feel like, any sane parent would do what Chase's parent did. Absolutely. And was like, you know what, mate? You're going to have to fucking talk about this because this yeah. isn't on. But, of course, because it's some lats, they're just like, no, we don't, we're not going to talk about it. So gross. Yep. Um, so, yeah, honestly, the footage of his interview is really chilling just because he has no emotion whatsoever. He is just sitting there staring straight ahead and just basically saying no comment the entire time. What a psycho. Just, yeah, no, no, like, guilty conscience, no, like, nothing. Gross. When Cohen eventually decides to fess up, he puts all of the blame on Matt, which I don't agree with. I think Cohen was definitely an accessory to what happened. Mm. He knew, he knew in some way that it was going to happen. He fucking filmed it. Mm-hmm. Helped him hide the body. He's just as responsible as Matt is. Like, he may not I think have... so, too. He may not have swung the axe. Exactly. But- Exactly. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so despite the messy interviews from both of them, Matt and Cohen are both charged with murder, while Chase was charged with being an accessory after the fact because he assisted with disposing of the body. Now, they didn't they didn't do a good job of hiding the body anyway. All they did was kind of like pull it into some bushes and cover it up. Like they didn't even bury him. And obviously the body was recovered because Chase told the police exactly where it was. Mm-hmm. So I guess at least uh, his family yeah. got him back. That's something. I, there's a part of me that's like, what would have happened if, you know, Chase had just lived with this? Yeah. I don't know. I think they would have found him anyway, just because he was so poorly hidden, but still. Yeah. Ugh. That's really sad either way. It is. It's just fucking awful. Um, so when they managed to get the footage from Cohen's phone, um, Chase's charges were dropped um, because the video confirmed everything that Chase said was factual. And so they basically believed that he only did it because he feared for his own life. Mm. He, he didn't, he didn't have to go to court. Charges were dropped. Nothing happened to him. And it obviously punched a lot of holes in Cohen's story. Um, especially since he insisted that Chase was lying and there was no footage to begin with. Good fucking Lord. Like this is the thing, you know, Cohen was ready to defend Matt, until the end. That's so gross. 
you know, he was willing to say or do anything to try and get them out of trouble. And that's why I do believe that he is just as guilty. Right. 100%. If he, he may not have, like we said, swung the axe, but he knew that it was going to happen, whether or not he believed it at the time. He was there. He didn't try to stop it. He filmed it. He then tried to cover up for Matt and make it so that, you know, this is all bullshit and protect Matt. No, fuck Mm. off. You are just as guilty. Uh, So the one thing that they didn't have at this point was the murder weapon. However, that ended up being recovered really quickly as well. Okay. Because someone found David's um, wallet with the ID still in it. (sighs) Clearly they had thought this through. Um, So the wallet was found near a local swimming hole at Bargo. And so the police decided to get divers to comb through the the swimming hole to see if they could find anything. And they found the axe in there. Of course. So clearly Matt had just tossed them on the way home. I mean, (laughs) what a moron. Absolute fucking idiot. But okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm glad. I'm glad that he's an idiot in mm. a way because that means that they, you know, had solid evidence because he wasn't saying anything. He wasn't fessing up to anything. Right, yeah. But then they had solid evidence that he did it. Yeah. So, you know, I'm glad he's an idiot, but also what an idiot. <laughs> right. Good Lord. Um, so Matt and Cohen ended up pleading guilty to manslaughter instead of murder. How... I don't understand how the fuck they figure that. Like, really? Yeah, I don't know. It didn't really matter in the end because obviously all the evidence was against them. Mm. They, they, like, the police had everything to charge them to get, well, to get them sentenced uh, as murderers. Mm. So they could basically say whatever they wanted. Um, but before I tell you what the sentence was, um, <laughs> Matt gave a letter to David's family at the sentencing hearing, apologizing for the murder. I oh, know. Uh, here we go. So, look, it's safe to assume that he did this to get a more lenient sentence, um, and David's family completely rejected it. Good, because there was at no point that he ever showed any remorse or guilt or anything about what he had done, and it seemed like a very deliberate ploy mm. to get the judge to give them a lenient sentence. Yeah. So. <sighs> And honestly, I think their sentences are too lenient anyway because they might get out one day, which fucking angers me. Mm. Anyway, so uh, Matt Malat was sentenced to 43 years with a non-parole period of 30. Not long enough. And Colin Klein was sentenced to 32 years with a non-parole period of 22. Definitely not long enough. So I like this feels like it's a really open and shut case because basically you had witnesses, you had evidence, and I think that the sentences are lenient because of their age. So Matt was only 17 at the time and Cohen had only just turned 18. So I think that's why they're lenient. But, I mean, I don't really give a fuck, to, to be honest. No. Absolutely um, not. If you're going to go and um, kill someone for fun, I maybe think that you probably shouldn't be let back out. Because mm. is the thing, right? When Matt Malak gets out, you, I, I'd, I, if I were Chase, I'd be scared. I would just be scared as, as society as a, for society as a whole, to be honest, because <laughs> yeah. I don't think he could ever be re- rehabilitated. I just no, I think that either. he is so delusioned by his family and the Malats that he would have gone to jail and he wouldn't have given a fuck. Yeah, absolutely. He would have been like, look at me, I'm Matt Malat, blah, 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 and acted like this tough guy like he did prior to the murder and – I just, yeah, I don't think that that is a long enough sentence at all. I'm actually angry. <laughs> Holy yeah, crap. no, I definitely think they deserve. Well, I, okay, look, maybe not Cohen, 
No. Since he didn't. I, it wasn't his idea. He didn't actually. He didn't murder someone. I mean, he just he just made it so that it could happen. So maybe not Con, but I think Matt should definitely be in jail for life. Mm, I think. I think the sentence on Cohen is also. I am. The one thing that I have realized over the last week and a half is that I am so black and white with a lot of this shit. <laughs> but I honestly think that Cohen should be locked up for a lot longer than you know. What did you say? Thirty-two on the on the top. Like, mm, yeah. No, I don't, I don't. I think, like, I think there's a possible. I think that Cohen could possibly be rehabilitated, um, and I think mm. he, like, if he can be rehabilitated, then he might deserve a chance. Maybe. Yeah, like I'm not sure that Cohen would have done this on his own. Like, I definitely think that he was like under the influence of Matt. Mm. I don't know. Separate them, maybe. It's hard to say, I guess. Right. I just, I do question his moral compass. Like, oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, 100%, I don't think that this had you taken Matt out of the equation completely, that Cohen wouldn't have been able to have do- to have thought this up and to execute it either. Mm. But I, I still definitely think you're a piece of shit for going along with it and then trying to cover oh, yeah. Matt's ass for it. Like, and, like, he was so willing to, like, lie to the end, you know? Mm. It's also, crazy to me. when are people going to realise that even if you delete a video off your phone it is not gone recover it (laughs) i don't know when we're gonna figure that out but uh, i mean (laughs) keep doing you because like it's helping (laughs) yeah i mean yeah it's fine you say whatever they'll recover it doesn't matter (laughs) good lord so both of those fuckers decided to try and appeal their sentences oh my fucking god of course fortunately there was no change made to matt's sentence but cohen did get a reduction of two years (sighs) so it's 30 instead of 32 (laughs) And how old was Cohen? He just turned 18. So what, he'd be out when he's just before his 50th birthday? Yeah. Gross. (laughs) (laughs) I was putting it lightly. (laughs) (laughs) So this is is my last bit, but um, even though Matt did try and make it seem like the murder wasn't deliberate and that it wasn't planned... The stupid fuckwit decided to write some poems while in jail. Oh, I love when they write poetry. I'm, I'm going to finish this episode with one of them. Hell yeah. I think it's important to remember that this was written before he was sentenced. Okay. Before he got a verdict. And he did initially send these poems to his mother so that she could save them, but they were intercepted in jail. So Good. And it's basically a confession. So what a dickhead. Why would honestly. you be sending? Okay, I haven't even heard this, but why would you send that to your mother? I fucking know. This is the thing. I honestly think he thought, save these poems because one day when I'm a notorious murderer, like I even feel a bit uncomfortable reading this because I think it's giving him the attention that he wants, but it's also a confession. So I kind of feel like I have to read it. Mm. And the fact that he thought that he could write this and then convince a judge that it wasn't planned is beyond me. Jesus. So the poem, it's, uh, it's entitled Your Last Day. Okay. And uh, I'm going to read it for you now. It's um, a lot of swearing. So dramatic reading, K-Go. I'm, I am not giving you a dramatic <laughs> reading. I'm just going to read it. <laughs> okay. Click, clack, hear that? Stopping in the middle of the track? Are you getting nervous in the back? Should be cunt, you're getting whacked. Talk shit here, talk shit there. No one's really going to care. But talk shit with every breath. You just signed away your health. I can see you start to sweat, wondering what you're going to get. Hoping for one in the head. Cunt, I'll put it in your leg. Tell me, are you having fun? 
get up, cunt, and start to run. How far are you going to get? Can you just like, please stop saying cunt? Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, your match cunt you've just met, stumbling all over the place. Hear the crunch of leaves and feet. Feel your heart skip a beat. Are you going to get away? No hope, kid. This is your day. The day that you won't be found six feet underneath the ground. What a poetic genius. But it wasn't planned. Right. I, I mean. He didn't really want to do it. It was only manslaughter. Right. It wasn't intentional. It just slipped. Gross. What a fucking idiot. I, <laughs> like, are you okay? <laughs> no, I mean, he's not okay. That's, that's the point here. <laughs> no, but like. Um, he's definitely not okay. Did you, how do you not think this through? <sighs> Hello? <laughs> is there anything going up there? Like, you, hello? 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 <laughs> I Yeah. This is the thing, and it was something that the, um, like the investigator that was interviewed in that episode kept saying, and it's so true. And, it's, and he, he was saying that the most frustrating part about any of this is that it was just a thrill kill. Mm. No rhyme or reason. Just it cause. was just that he wanted to kill someone. And that's it. That's disgusting. Um, and I think that's so clear. I mean, the fact that he changed his name to Milan. Oh, 100%. That should have been an absolute red flag. Who let him do it? I just, I don't, I, I, it's, I don't understand. And this goes, like, this goes for Milan, um, not for Matt, rather, um, and everybody that falls into this group of just idolizing killers. Yeah. Like I, this is the thing. Like I would think that if you were born into that family, that you would want to put some distance between you and that name. Mm, for me personally, if I was born into that family, I would want to change my name out of that family. Exactly. Not change it into it. I just don't understand. I, I don't get it. it like, yeah, I don't get it either. And it's all like, it's just, it's so terribly sad because it's so senseless. Mm. It was just, you know, like I, um, I, I'm gonna highly recommend watching that episode. I did find a YouTube link, so I will include it, um, in like on the website, uh, so that you can watch it because they interview his grandmother, and like I, I feel so terrible for her. She was so upset, even like you know now kind of thing, mm. um, like years after it happened, and you know, I think it's one of those things where like there's no reason. Mm. That would be so hard to cope with. There's I a think. lot of there's a lot of trauma, you know, like that would have mm. that would have happened not just for for David but for the for the family afterwards, um, mm. for Chase that had to also deal with it, but also yeah. like previous victims of Ivan as well. Like, mm. could you imagine Which brings all of that up again? Yeah, like the families. Could you imagine hearing about that um, and just hearing that name that you thought you'd put behind you? Like, I just yeah, exactly. It's gross is what it is. It's just flat out gross. Yeah, absolutely. God damn. And that's the thing. I mean, I guess if you wanted to be like Ivan, congratulations. Mm. You are. <laughs> You're a man with absolutely no remorse for destroying people's lives. Congratulations, I guess. I just don't understand how someone reconciles that that's what you want to aspire to. Yeah, no, like, I, I don't understand what, like, okay, so you've achieved it. Now what? Now what? Now everyone thinks you're a piece of shit. Congratulations. Mm. I, I, don't, I don't know. And, like, the worst thing is, is that I think that he would really get off on people talking about it still. 
Which is why I almost didn't do it. But I do feel like a lot of people don't know about it. Yeah. Like even when I searched on like Spotify to see like if if it had been covered before, it was like three podcasts I'd done it before. Mm. And even when I was talking to someone saying that I was going to do this, they were like, what what are you talking about? I've never heard of that before. I I don't think it's well known. Like I don't think it's well known even here where Mm. it happened. Yeah. Oh, God. I really feel for David's grandmother, though. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, for her to have known this this wasn't, or to have that gut feeling that this was not going to end well. Yeah, and like, I mean, I guess you can be like, "Well, I told you so," but right doesn't bring him back, you know. Well, that's it. Yeah, it's just it was absolutely senseless. It shouldn't have happened. It's disgusting that people are like that, but. You know, I, I think, I think it's shocking, especially because of how young they are. Mm. And I think that's the reason that Matt should never be released. If he's already like that, it's not going to get better. Well, that's it. I guess there's like the argument that, you know, at that age, you don't fully, really 100% fully grasp consequences, you know, like, but at the same time, it's just like. At 17, 18, you do. Yeah. Well, I mean, like you're reckless at that age in terms of Mm. like. You know that there's consequences, but you're invincible and you're yeah, reckless, you're careless. Fair. But at the same time, you learn right from wrong at a very young age. Mm. I mean, at 17, 18, you know that murder is wrong. Mm, absolutely. And, yeah, 100% with what you said, like, if he was already like that at 17, 18, mm. you know, I think it's just it's really, really shitty that this has happened and it shouldn't have happened. But I'm glad it didn't get to a point where there was multiple victims. Because, mm. yeah, I mean, if he had somehow, I mean, he was never going to get away with it. But if he, if he somehow got away with it, I mean, who knows? Who exactly. Knows what would have happened? Yeah, with his misguided idolization of. <laughs> he clearly had no remorse whatsoever. Mm. I think that's scary. Like, I don't know. Sometimes, like, I do something and I just think to myself, God. That was horrible. I shouldn't have done that. Or, oh, yeah. I shouldn't have said that. Um, like instantly. And mm. to have no remorse, is it feels so foreign. But it's also so scary. Yeah, I mean, I definitely can't can't imagine being in that mindset where you're like, oh, I killed someone. Who fucking cares? Yeah, oh, well, it was just another Saturday night. Yeah, like I, I can't. I can't put my brain in that position. No. Anyway, that was the... Uh, Absolutely fucked story of Matt Millat. Gross. Thanks, I hate it. Mm, wish we didn't, but okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, th- I think that. I think that that that's it. That's it. I think. I feel really defeated now. Yeah, like there's no silver lining. I mean, I guess he went to jail for a long time. He's still in jail now. Mm. But I-, I still don't feel great about it. No. Um, I still don't feel like justice was fully served. I, uh, yeah. Dang. God, people suck. Yeah, they really do. (laughs) (laughs) God. I, yeah, I feel defeated. I don't know what to say now. It's, um, yeah, that's why I think we're done. I I think anything we say is just going to be repeating what a shit cunt. Mm. Um, (laughs) I could scream that from the rafters. (laughs) Uh, so I guess if you want to find out anything else, I'm definitely going to link that episode of Crimes That Shook Australia because um, it was a really good episode. It's about 45 minutes. 
Um, I'm going to link that on our website, which is thedevilsmargaritapodcast.com. Or you can contact us via email if you want, uh, which is devilsmargaritapod at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Instagram or Twitter at devilsmargarita. Beautiful. I'm sorry that I've bummed everyone out yet again. Mm, I'm going to go sit on the lounge and eat cake. I feel like that's an acceptable reaction. Mm, Make myself feel better. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay. That's it? That's all. (laughs) I'm so bummed out. So defeated. (laughs) So bummed. (laughs) I'm so sorry. (laughs) Okay. Goodbye. Oh, goodbye.